0: Happy Monday, mamas. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom's Breaking Chains podcast. I am so happy to be back here on a Monday to be able to share this episode with you. So last Wednesday on March 30th, I celebrated with God's grace and mercy. I got to celebrate seven years clean, right? And it was so beautiful. Just all the love and the you know, the overwhelming joy that I had, that I felt, you know, and not to say that I don't get happy every single year, because every year is a miracle, every day is a miracle, right? Especially as moms in recovery, we totally understand. But there was just something so special. And I had a lot of thoughts that I was reflecting on and and life events. And so I just want to share those with you, because maybe you're in a place where you have been clean for a while, and you're losing the gratitude in your life. Um, It's hard to see the beauty of everything around you when life just doesn't feel uh, in alignment or you're trying to get clean and you're struggling. So, Mama, I want to help you. Uh, I just want to give you some encouragement in my experience, um, because, again, it's it's truly a blessing and a miracle that I get to be here on the mic today to share this with you. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hello mama, welcome to the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. My name is Monica Alvarez. I'm a faith-led mom of two beautiful babies, engaged to my best friend, a woman in recovery, an empowerment coach, and a certified fitness trainer. In this podcast, you will find a place of empowerment, healing, and purpose work, all while partnering with God to help transform you into the woman you were always destined to become. I know that you are struggling to break the chains of addiction, abuse, and strongholds in your mindset and in your motherhood. You've gotten into recovery and you're wondering, what's next? What's my purpose? Well, mama, my mission is to help transform you mentally, spiritually, and physically so that you can become the woman that God has destined you to become. And I believe that the most important work that you can ever do is the work within yourself. You were called to be the chain breaker of your family. You were called to bring light for generations to come. So mama, if you are ready to get on this journey with me, grab a notebook and pen, fill up that cup of coffee, grab a box of tissues as we get ready to laugh and cry because your healing begins here. Let's get into today's show. all right before we get started i just want to remind you that we have a facebook community group it's mom's breaking chains the link is below so you can join the group or also follow the podcast and see what it is that we're doing Uh, this episode meets every monday and thursday and with the exception of last week life definitely showed up for me. <laughs> it was so funny. I mean, it was not funny because I definitely wasn't feeling too well. Um, and I had hurt myself. So it was just hard. I was like, oh, my God. But you know what? This is me having to learn to get a little uh, pre-record my episodes. But I really like being able to share where I'm at at that moment because, I mean, I understand like recording ahead of time, but I really like to share where I'm at. Like, right early on, either either it's the day before or that morning of. Like, that's how I like to be able to share my heart with my episodes. But, obviously, there's also a perk to having some uh, pre-recorded episodes for emergencies like what happened last week. But, anyways, I apologize so much for missing last Thursday. Uh, But I'm well. I'm doing good. Thank you. And, um, also, if you have been a listener for a little while, I would love, love, love if you could please go leave a written review on Apple Podcasts or on uh, a, a review uh, I believe it's a five star review on Spotify so that we can be able to grow the show and continue to help other moms. Um, also, I mentioned that I am doing Sunday empowerment calls um, they're mini calls. I'm going to put the link for the, this Sunday uh, for the one that we're going to do this Sunday. There wasn't one last this past Sunday, but there was one the Sunday before. So I will share that one with you for this Sunday so that you can go ahead and get on and join in on our empowerment call. All right. So let's go ahead and get into our episode today. So I'm so excited. So I want to share some life tips that I got off this this whole journey. Right. And it's just things that I learned and I'm constantly growing and evolving. So even what I share today that's working for me today, these are just I kind of wanted to highlight some of the things that I do that are pretty common across the board, right? Um, I don't want to share anything crazy because it's like, I know things are revolving, but these, if I keep it basic and simple, these are the six things that I do to be able to stay clean, to be able to live the way that I live, to be able to live with that peace and serenity within. And again, it's not so much about the number of clean time because you can have all these things and have way less time than me. And that's my goal is I want you to. That's why I share what I share. I want you to get further, faster. I don't want it, for, you know, for you to have to take so many years to have to get to where I got to. I want you to be able to get to where I got to or surpass me even sooner in this areas um, because you have strengths in some areas that I may not. Right. In some areas that are challenging for me, maybe easy for you and areas that may be challenging for you. Maybe easy for me. So I just want to share that because, I, again, I always talk about the competition and always us feeling like we're inadequate because we're not doing something enough. But in here, I want to encourage you because I really think that we really have the ability to be able to lift one another up in this whole process. Right. So, all right. I want to go ahead and get into these tips. So, again, I celebrated seven years on March 30th. Oh, my God. And, you know, for the first time when I sat in there, like I said, I'm, I'm happy every year. But I actually like when I started getting all these phone calls and messages and, <clears throat> um, you know, everybody was Facebook posts, everything. It was just overwhelming, overwhelming and overwhelming with joy, because let me tell you, like, I remember right before I got clean this last time, like it was really hard. Um, I know my family loved me dearly, but like I was I was a challenge to be around Mamas, let me just be honest, like, I don't know that anybody really wanted to be around me, you know, they tolerated me, but if they had a choice, they wouldn't want to be around me, you know, I don't think I wanted to be around me, you know, I was trouble, I brought trouble wherever I came, Um, I disrespected, and I did things like that, and so, um, I'm just, I'm so grateful, you know, I've come such a long way, and it's only through God's love, grace, and mercy, that I get to be here to be able to tell you, like, I get choked up thinking about it because my life is, like, so different, right? I get to have the life I live today. I get to be a mother, a present mother. I get to you know, even though I'm working on trying to be a healthier mom, right? I saw I fall short a lot in that area. But the beautiful part about it is that I know there's room for growth. I know that if I can overcome this and I can overcome this, the proof is in the evidence that I can grow in this area too. I have a desire and I'm willing to want to be a better mom, right? Be a better wife and learn these things. So you can too. So the first tip I want to give you is that you got to find the gratitude. I, I, I for, sure, for one, even though I don't do a, like a gratitude journal, I, I'll go sporadically in these moments and do it. But like when I journal, um, I really just try to reflect. And like gratitude doesn't necessarily have to just come in a form of writing. But like, let's say when I'm planning out my day or if I am, you know, doing some kind of writing of some sort, I'm processing in my mind, right? And like, I'm really thinking about the things that I'm grateful for that have really helped me be where I'm at, right? Um, and I, I try to, the reason I personally don't do not do a gratitude journal every day, um, it, for one, I'm just learning to be more consistent. But I don't wanna, I also don't wanna get into a place where like, cause you know, automatically, like we tend to just be like family, this, this, Right. I want to like really not to say that I'm not grateful. Like, of course, I'm absolutely grateful for my family, absolutely grateful for my recovery and the life I live, and the business and the family and and uh, God and everything. But sometimes we just get into like, blah, but blah, blah, right, like we can get kind of um, what's the word like repetitive and not really process it. So this is why I wanted to shift on this a little bit differently, like. When you're thinking about gratitude, I want you to feel it. I want you to really internalize it. Like, I don't care if you have a day clean. I don't care if you're just coming down, right? I don't care if you've been clean for 10 years, 15 years. I want you to just really sit into that gratitude of, like, wow. Like, just really be in tune with yourself, your spirit, and tell yourself, like, I'm grateful for this moment right here. This moment that I get to be present, right? That I'm not putting something In my body. And when I say coming down, it doesn't have to just be drugs, right? I'm talking about when you've been back and forth, you're tired of getting beaten in that same relationship that's been toxic to you, in those same behaviors that have been driving you nuts and that obsessive thinking, like all those things that have been driving you crazy and you're finally trying to like give yourself that break, be grateful for the still moments, right? Stay in that gratitude of like, this is where I'm at today, right? Right? Gratitude goes such a long way. Like, really, I really think it does such so cleansing when you're able to sit there and be grateful for where you're at, right? One. Let me give you a quick uh, tip of what I do. An example. So we're, we're living in a rental home right now, right? And, uh, and we love this home. Like, it's beautiful. And we're so grateful, right? Like, the, our first apartment together um, over five years ago, I mean, I'm t- I'm not joking you, like we, oh, it was five years ago, but I'm not even kidding you, like, it, you know, because we couldn't, like, it's not that we couldn't afford, we couldn't get approved, right, wreckage of our past, um, and we couldn't get approved for something nicer, and so um, we were struggling to get in a place, so we settled for, you know, what they only allowed us to have, and let me just tell you, five years ago, we were in a place that awful moldy carpet, infested with roaches. It was horrible, right? Like, and we didn't see it at the moment, but like as we started living there, it was just horrible, right? And so what today we're in this beautiful rental home that, you know, the owners, it was just a beautiful process how it happened. And like, we've been able to get trusted into being able to live here. And so some of the ways that I practice gratitude, because I know that although this isn't our our home as in like ownership, we treat it as if it was our home, like we were owning it, right? So, ways I stay in gratitude is like we don't have our own own home yet, but when you know, in the meantime, I'm gonna take care of this home. I'm gonna pour into this home the same way I would as if it was my home. I'm gonna stay in gratitude because this is the home we have right now, right? We've made this place a home for us, and although the house isn't ownership to us, right? We're going to take care of it. We're going to nurture it. We're going to, you know, keep up with it, pour back into it. We're going to, like, care for it, right? That's ways I practice gratitude. It's like, even though I'm not there yet, I'm going to be grateful for where I'm at today because it could be much worse like it was five years ago, right? So that's ways I practice gratitude. Secondly, this one, I've come around to it. I'm learning it more so, but I've been practicing it a lot more. And it's love unconditionally. If I could really, really like instill some things into you, it's like really some of the biggest shifts. And this is probably why I really feel that there was so much growth this year was because I've really learned to love unconditionally. I'm learning. Let me say that backtrack. er, Learning to love unconditionally, right? And as I'm learning, I'm practicing because the best way to learn is to put it into practice, right? The only way you're going to grow is when you start actually um, the, doing the application of these things, right? It's one thing to know you should love unconditionally, but it's another thing to actually love unconditionally. And so that's just where I'm at right now, um, learning to love my family members unconditionally where they're at, learning to love my fiancé unconditionally where he's at, learning to love my children unconditionally where they're at and with what they do, right? Because I want to be able to carry that over into my life, in the future when my children make those decisions for themselves, and even though mom doesn't agree with it, right, I wanna be able to say, baby, it's okay, I love you, and I'm gonna stand by you, whatever decision you make, even if it's the wrong one. Right? I wanna be able to be that mom, to love them, even when their belief systems don't align with ours, even if they go astray, I want them to know that they are loved unconditionally, because I wanna instill in them the love that God has given to me, And has had over me in my life all this time, right? And the love that he has given to you. And whether you can't see that in your life right now, you can't see that he has loved you unconditionally. Just know you've made it this far and you're here still, right? There has to be some unconditional love in there and some mercy. And so I'm just so grateful for that. And so, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you. That's how I'm trying to learn a love, right? Love without conditions is what it is. So... The third one is I want you to um, learn to forgive easier, right? Easy is hard to put together with forgiveness. And when I say forgive easier, um, don't hold on. The one thing that will kill you internally, spiritually, is resentments, And resentments are a lack of forgiveness. When you are holding on to something so tight and you just don't want to forgive because you just don't, because it's so hard for you to forgive and allow somebody to, you know, get be off the hook. Like it it's only gonna it's like you drinking the poison expecting the other person to die. It doesn't work that way. Right? It does not work. Like they're they're not the ones I mean, I'm not saying they're not gonna feel the pain of your lack of forgiveness, but they're not gonna feel it as much. You're the one that's rotting yourself inside, you know? And so also I just wanna remind you, like let's take it back to you know, what is it that we're showing our children? You know, are we teaching them that they can forgive quicker or that they don't have to hold on to things so tightly because it really, really does harm us? Like, I wish if there's one thing I want you to take out of all of this is that forgiveness piece because that was, that's what's allowed me to feel lighter in my spirit. Have I forgiven everybody? No. Have I forgiven quite a bit? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I continuously do it. I have to I have to learn to do it with my children I have to learn to do it with my fiance when you know we have a little disagreement when my children act out and mommy snaps or you know or they act crazy and do something that's really hurtful to me um I have to learn to forgive quicker right like I have to be okay with like learning that because that's what I want to instill in my children is that mommy would never ever want to hold on to resentment to, uh towards you right like I want you to know that you are loved and forgiven right and again I want you to know that all of this is tied back to the way that God views us, right? God is a forgiving God too, right? And so I have to also remember that everything that I've done and that I've been through, I know that I've been forgiven for that already, right? The work is finished. I don't have to beat myself up. Who am I to beat other people up and do what God has never done to me? I don't have that right to do that, right? Because God doesn't do it to me, so why would I do it to others, right? You treat others As you want to be treated, I want to be forgiven. I know I need a lot of forgiveness because I did a lot of harm to people and I did a lot of harm to myself. And so that part of that forgiveness piece, too, is that I want you to be forgiving with yourself. I want you to be easy with yourself. If you slip up, you fall short, forgive easy. Forgive yourself, you know, do it quickly. Don't stay you know spewing in it because you're gonna hurt you're gonna harm yourself don't beat yourself up put the bat down stop hurting yourself in those processes right all right so number four is continuously growing so I want you to always know that growth is one of the most important things that you can do I think that by you growing in this process and and growth is like wow growth is can come in many forms, right? But with growth comes also maturity. And so I know that I've matured a lot in these few years, you know, um, especially in seven years, I've definitely matured a lot, but I've also matured a lot even since being in this relationship with my fiance. We've been together uh, five years and over five years and, you know, I've matured. I really feel like I've learned to become a woman and not a little girl and handle things like a woman in this timing, right, because I, I was very immature, you know, I, I always wanted to fight, and argue, and provoke, and all these things, and I really felt like I've grown spiritually, emotionally, you know, and mentally, and other ways that I, I work on my growth, I want to do an episode on this, but I'm a big, big advocate for self-education, right, like, and not, like, just self-education, everything, but, like, When we get out of school or even when, you know, we don't have anybody guiding us or pushing us, how do we push ourselves? Right. Like I'm big about taking charge of my own growth and my self-education by learning, reading, doing certifications, constantly growing. Like every year I always do something for my growth and my career and how can I be better, right, like this last year working on my empowerment coaching, the year before I I recertified as a personal trainer, the year before that I became, I want to say the year before that, or the year before that, I became a boxing trainer, and you know, always learning, doing something different, right, and so this year, I'm going to look into something else, but I'm always wanting to grow, I read books, I'm trying to always grow, and do things different, and build, and you know, or this year, when I'm December I started the podcast right so learning taking business courses and I mean it's just part of what I would love to do like I love to grow and with that growth has allowed me to really think about the way I process stuff and how I view others um, not just business wise not just self-help wise but like even as a parent uh, I read a lot of parenting books. I read, I started reading this book called The Five Love Languages to learn how to like better know my partner's love language. I know it's crazy, but I'm going to share about that book. So I shared about the Love Center Parenting one because that one was amazing. Really shifted my perspective about parenting and how to learn a walk by your children, not dictate them. And then the love language one. Oh, and then I read an unschooling book after that one and and that one was amazing that one also was really big i I thought it was just a a normal homeschooling book but let me tell you i'm gonna share that in episodes i'll probably save it for that but let me just give you a quick nip unschooling is basically like allowing the children to be guided in their own education of course you helping them maneuvering them controlling it but it's basically allowing the children to guide be guided in their creativity to help them learn and a good um a good like it just it's just so amazing. Anyways, I'm not even gonna share no more because I'm gonna keep talking about it. But then I started the five love languages. But see, that was helping me grow as a partner. The other ones helping me grow as a mother, as a homeschool mom. I mean, I'm just learning so much. But I always like I go to the library, right? I stopped buying books. I told myself I'm not gonna buy no more books. I'm gonna just start checking them out at the library, unless it's one that I know, like. I probably want a gift for somebody else or something, um, but I'm going to just keep checking out library books, right? Save that money because I practically had a library in my closet not that long ago. (laughs) But, anyways, growth, Um, self education, growing, reading, doing the inner work. So, I do a lot of healing work. Um, You know, again, this is why I want to do these empowerment coaching calls for y'all. They're mini calls, like 20, 30 minutes max. But it's just really to start like really opening your mind, really start thinking, growing, like planting seeds. What can I do differently? How can I think differently? Right. Like, how can I be surrounded by the other like minded women just really, really trying to grow and build? And I think that that has a lot to do with, um, you know, how we view ourselves so when we start to love on ourselves and really, really care for ourselves. We're really going to start trying to like want to do better in all aspects, emotional, spiritual, mental, physical And you already know where I stand with the physical. You know where I stand with the spiritual, right? And I I constantly share with you about the mental, right, and how the emotional ties to all of that. And so I just really want to help you be an all-around better mom because I wish I had this when I first became a mom, right? I wish I had another mom telling me that this was possible too. So I'm letting you know it's possible, mamas. All right, number five is honesty, um honesty is a really big one and honesty I do episodes I have episodes actually on almost all of these uh probably just the gratitude one. Oh no I think I do have one too but I have one about um the love I have one about forgiveness I do have one about um I want to say I have one about growth I for sure have one about honesty um and so I did the courage to change series it's early on Between first to 10 episodes, I want to say the first 10 episodes, there's a courage to change series. I talk about the honesty, but honesty has been a really big key for me in my recovery and in my life, because honesty has has allowed me to continuously keep doing the inventory of where I'm at and knowing the areas I need to grow at. Right. If I'm lying and I'm trying to cover up to y'all and tell you, all oh, I'm this, you know, I'm not saying I'm not a good mom. I know I'm a great mom. But if I'm here trying to say, oh yeah, I got this parenting thing down and oh, I know how to do this and I know how, I, I don't, I don't, I don't cut this parenting thing down. My goodness. I know I'm a wonderful mom. I know I have great intentions, but do I got the parenting thing down? Absolutely not, right? And the only way that I'm really going to be able to share and heal and grow is if I get honest. If I was sitting here acting like I was, you know, the, the best mom in the world and that, I could possibly do nothing wrong and that my children are you know like everything like just sharing it not wanting to hear from anybody else I would not I I shouldn't even be on this podcast let me just tell you that because I'm being dishonest right I fall short I fall short in my discipline with my children I fall short in you know when I I accidentally snap on my children you know I'll yell and then I'm like I'm so sorry right but what do I do I'm learning to love unconditionally. I'm learning to forgive quicker, right? Part of me learning to be a mom that's breaking the chains is that I'm learning to not be what I used to be or what I was grown up with, right? And so part of that is very challenging because it's foreign to me, just like getting clean was foreign to me because nobody in my family did it. Well, nobody in my family has ever wanted to learn to discipline differently. And I say that with all the respect in the world because we think our old way was the right way, right? We think that by you know, disciplining them by intimidating them, that's the way you do it. That's not how I want to do it. I don't want to intimidate my children. I don't want them to be scared of me. I want them to know that they are loved and respected. That is hard when your child doesn't listen to you. That is hard when you're trying to be serious with your child and all your child is telling you is no and sticking their tongue at you and spitting at you. That is hard, hard, right? Yeah, it'd be easy to go to the intimidation, which is where I end up going a lot of the times. But then I backtrack. Right. And I have to learn to apologize and humble myself. But if I sat here and told you that that was, oh, yeah, you just, you know, oh, it's so easy. All you do is this and this and this. Like, I'm not saying parents don't got it down. I know there's some parents that got this on lock because it was instilled in them. That discipline part is like not hard for them. They got, you know, they know how to do that. This is really challenging for me. Right. And the most challenging part is not my child. My child's not a challenging child. Um, It's my way of thinking. It's my way of viewing it. And so I have to get honest about that. I have to get honest that my thinking is still distorted when it comes to parenting, because I think that my child's behavior is a reflection of my parenting. Right. Right. Because I used to judge moms whose kids would act bad (laughs) as if they didn't know how to discipline their kid. I know better now. So I'm so sorry if I ever judged any moms. I I haven't done that since I've been on here, right? (laughs) Because I'm really honest about where I'm at. But again, I had to get really honest, like really, really honest. So it's challenging. And in order for me to grow, I can't wait till a year from now I can share with you, hey, I'm getting this discipline thing on lock, <laughs> you know, I mean, it may be a year, maybe less and maybe more. I don't know. But it's a work in progress. And so it's really a, um, it's really a struggle for me. And maybe you're right there, too. Right. So the biggest thing you can do for yourself is get honest about where you're at, because if you're here trying to lie, you're trying to suppress, you're trying to cover, you're trying to be something that you're not. It's going to catch up with you. It's gonna catch up with you. I hate to say that, but it's gonna catch up with you because you're not being who you are. And the greatest value is in being yourself. So be yourself, be your own self, right? And, all, and if people don't like it, oh well. They're not your people, right? I know I got people that probably listen to this podcast and don't like it. It's okay, they're not my people. They're not my mamas. If you keep listening to them all, you're the mom I'm talking to. I don't care if it's just one of you. That's who I'm talking to. If this resonates with you, this is for you and this you're who I'm talking to. So I'm not worried about what other people think about me. I'm, I don't live by that anymore. And that took a really, really long time to get there. Right. And to be OK with it. And I just feel like I just got there. Right. But honestly, I had to stay vulnerable about where I was at um, and stay vulnerable with other people and just be OK with it. Right. Like, be honest, and be OK with not being okay. Sometimes be okay with thinking that I, with knowing that I don't got it all together. That's okay for me too. Right. Let me get you the last one. So the last one is filling your feelings. Number six, filling your feelings. I did not get seven years clean by suppressing my feelings this far. (laughs) Um, although I do do it, um, from time to time, right? I've gotten better at getting out of it a lot faster than I used to, but a lot of the times I know today that addiction goes so much further than picking up a drug. It's picking than picking up alcohol, than uh, a toxic relationship. It goes deeper than that, right? It's the way that we think. It's some type of distortion in our, in our thinking, and our behavior, and our patterns that we grew up with, and a lot of times it affects us in a lot of areas of our life. And so I really, really try to instill in moms and in women that I come across young women that. Um, you know, it's okay to feel your feelings and that it doesn't make you weak. And I have females that tell me like, oh, I feel weak because I'm crying. And I'm like, no, you're not weak because you're crying. You know why you're crying? Because you're human. And that's what humans do, right? You're a human being with emotions. And somewhere along the line, you were told that you had to suppress your own human emotions that we all feel and that we all go through. That's not, you know, that's not, it's not strength when you're having to hold it and and hold it back and you're taking it out on people that are innocent bystanders, like our children and our partners and people that, you know, are, that we love, that we say we love and we're hurting them, right? That to me, that's not strength. Is that what we call strength? You know, I know that's what I thought was strength back then. That's not strength. Strength is being able to cry, get vulnerable, get honest, tell you that, I'm hurting today and that I'm not going to get high behind it, telling you that I'm hurting today and that I don't have to go do something crazy to change the way that I feel. Right. That's strength. And that's feeling my feelings. And that's what you can do, too. Right. But you got to allow yourself to feel it. And you got to know that the only way you're going to get through it, that the only way you're going to heal it is if you feel it. Right. Uh, I shared about this, that I don't like to do the fake it till you make it. I like you to feel it till you heal it because you're not gonna heal it through faking it and suppressing it, right? That's not healing. That's exactly what it is. It's faking it and that's suppressing, right? So you have to feel it. You have to really allow yourself to get through that process and feel your emotions and get through them, internalize them. I'm always sharing about this. Pray, 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 and then allow God to um position you to go to who you need uh, to position the people that need to help you ask for people to help you ask to be guided to where it may be therapy right it may be with a person of faith it may be a coach that's a faith-based coach it may be something else outside of therapy right but the bottom line is that you ask God to help you because I really feel if it wasn't for the woman that helps guide me um, I know God positions her in her life to do the things that she does to help women and she's not a licensed therapist but she's helped me with so much healing in my life because I know that God uses her for his glory right Another woman just like me you know that was an active addiction herself and God using her for her for the you know the amazing glorious thing that she does is so beautiful right so I'm just grateful that today it's a beautiful day to feel my feelings. It's a beautiful day to be grateful, to love unconditionally, to forgive, right? It's a beautiful day. And every day can be this way. If we just stay with that mindset that we are meant for a purpose, we are called for a purpose today. And I truly believe that we are all meant for something more. So I just want to leave you with that, mamas. I am just so grateful. My heart is just overwhelmed with joy. And I... I sit here on this podcast and I tell you with like the most open heart and love that I just I really love and admire moms that are trying to do better. And I know that's all of you that are listening because you wouldn't be listening to this episode of this podcast if you weren't trying to do something different with your life and the way you parent in your motherhood. And let me tell you, I'm right there with you. I'm not better than you. Right. I may have a little more time than you. I may have a little more experience or. I may have less experience, and the fact that you sit here and still listen to me, I, 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 I'm sure I have less experience than you as a mother, probably, because my children are little, but I love and I thank you anyways that you're on this journey with me, because we are on it together, we're side by side, I'm not above you, right, I'm just trying to help guide you, I want to take your hand and be walk beside you. And be able to go through it, so we get through it on the other side. And by me here sharing vulnerably, honestly, this is a healing journey for me too, right? Uh, but it had to start with me doing these things and really trying to change and transform. So I'm just so grateful for y'all. Again, I, I thank y'all for listening to this podcast. I this wouldn't be anything without y'all, and uh, and I allow y'all to think. Uh, I, I thank you for allowing me to be honest and vulnerable and that it resonates with you so y'all have a wonderful blessed day i hope these help you and whatever your task you're doing in your life today i just want to encourage you to keep going and don't give up and that you will see the fruit of it on the other side have a blessed day mamas bye-bye thank you so much mama for listening to today's episode If this show impacted you in any way or touched your spirit, it would mean the world to me if you could head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review. Not only does it bring me so much joy to see how it's impacting you, but it helps to grow the show so that we can continue to spread this message to moms all over the world. Thank you so much again for helping me grow this mission. God bless you, Mama. Bye-bye. Happy New Day. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.